everybody, and welcome to, in my opinion, the Good Fight Podcast. This one covering season two, episode ten, titled "Day 471." I'm the host, Mike Marbach. Today, I'm joined by Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Keen Cobb. Hello. And Molly Scullion. Hello. Yeah, we are down a Tia. Tia had not seen this episode, and we were recording back to back, so she had to drop out. And I just want to say, nice job, everybody else, on not spoiling anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard. A few, a few times, I was like, Ugh. and then she said, she, she she said a few things. I'm like, oh, about the yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> I brought up that Sweeney was in it and maybe doesn't get an ambassadorship, but that's as close as I came to fucking shit up. Um, I've done so much worse. Um, I spoiled things for because uh, we did the Game of Thrones podcast. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, but I spoiled. Uh, and if anybody hasn't watched Game of Thrones, forward thirty seconds and won't get spoiled but for frank farrell did that podcast joffrey uh getting uh what what did you also do during uh jack's quiz though what did you say you said oh, you were angel? Like, oh, yeah, i, love I angel. asked the quiz section about uh <laughs> angel and you're just like oh i love that show that's the answer <laughs> i love it yeah i'm not i'm not very good at uh <laughs> self-control i guess when it comes to things that i know all right. Uh, before we get to our first impressions of Day 471, I want to mention that Crossroads Comedy has some live shows coming up in Philly, June 11th through the 13th. Uh, we're going to have the shows that we've been doing online for the past year, finally on stage in front of human beings. Uh, T is going to be in some of those. Keen is going to be in some of those. A bunch of other people that do other podcasts that we do will be in those shows. Study Hall, uh, Comedy Inspired by Lectures, Naya Rated Improv, um, basically Improvised Movie. Um, extra, extra, comedy inspired by the news. It's a fully improv weekend uh, to just get everybody playing again for the first time in a year, um, some 14 or 15 months. Wow, finally. Uh, again, you can go to xroadscomedy.com for info on that. Now, to our first impressions of day 471, let's start with Molly. Whew. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 a big one. Um, but again, like like, once once that moment happens and adrian gets shot it is like that like oh of course like this is mm -hmm. you know not necessarily this particular moment could have been predicted but this style and uh and plot point um and sort of just completely out of left field feeling of it um is is really fun and i love especially doing the podcast this time it's been so fun with every episode we're like talking about diane's gun diane's gun like when is that going <laughs> off that's the thing that's the thing and it's like just this red herring the whole time <laughs> and it's like boop here you go <laughs> wrong gun idiot yeah, wrong, yeah idiots <laughs> uh, i'm so dumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah there are other guns in chicago okay <laughs> what Diane Lockhart's gun. <laughs> what only because they're getting them from outside Chicago, okay? Uh, Jack. Uh, I was talking last episode about how playful uh, the Kings and the writing staff are with structure. And I think this episode is another great example because we are so used to, in this show, being like, oh, we are now tuning into a Lamont Bishop episode of The Good Wife. Oh, this is a Colin Sweeney episode. So that's going to be like the case focus. And even before like the five minute mark, I think we've already seen Solomon Waltzer, Lamont Bishop, Colin Sweeney. So it's already like, oh, a busy episode with a lot mm -hmm. going on. Surely nothing else massive will be happening in the before the credits roll on this episode. 
and boy howdy they they get you they get you mm-hmm. they got me first time i watched it yeah. uh it is i i think just amazingly done uh and yeah we'll talk more about it later but i think this is this is one of those episodes where a couple times watching was like oh yeah 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 no this is the best show on tv of course <laughs> how did i forget for a second there this is the best show on tv this is better at being a tv show than any other tv show mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm very happy that i'm i'm doing this this podcast because without this podcast I would have never watched any of this. So thank you for this. Uh, I say this because like when like I know this is really long for our first thoughts, but like really quickly growing up, I used to watch movies and TV shows with my current mom and uh, bless her soul. Love her, love her so much. But she was so annoying to watch TV with because she was a talker at the TV and then she would criticize them while they're doing something wrong. Mm, you, see, dummy, that's what you, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. I told you not to go in there. It's like grandma; they can't hear you. But I caught my, I catch myself whenever I'm really into something. I catch myself doing what she did, and when when Adrian was by the elevator, I don't know what it was. Some of my brain was like, I don't like this. He's standing in front of the elevator too long. He's not on his way. Something's I don't like it. Um, and I didn't even think about all the different Simpsons swerves that they put in because Simpsons were known for that because the episode would start, okay, it's this. And then, nope, it's not that episode at all, dummy. This is what the episode is really about. Um, so like, I kind of had a bad feeling when we were standing there. And then the fact that everybody's so busy, he's telling Sweeney, please call 911. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a ploy. I'm not calling 911. He told the new receptionist, she didn't get it. And so, but yeah, great episode, a lot going on. And this episode makes me excited to write. And I love when I watch something that makes me want to go write. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I agree with all that. Fantastic episode. Uh, I was so ready for one of the classic good verse episodes with the pacing that they set up in the first two minutes of this, uh, of this episode. Uh, with the elevator opening up and closing, opening up and closing, mm-hmm. showing the different things going on. Uh, Liz walking, walking through. Oh, we got Colin Sweeney over here. All, all that stuff, and then all of a sudden, the episode just comes to a screeching halt. All of that shit mm-hmm. just stops uh, and focuses on him and his performance within that. Just slowed everything down that much further. Uh, so the the editing and the filming slowed down, but then the way he talked, the way he uh, portrayed being being shot, uh, yeah, was was just so damn good. Uh, and and because of, he was so cool about it, <laughs> not cool about being he was, shot. He was, he was like this. He was like he was almost like, hey, psst, hey, I got shot. <laughs> hey, you call nine one one. I I got shot. <laughs> and yeah, I thought he was trying to hide it from Marissa. Uh, and just like, oh, nothing to see here. <laughs> I just shot in the chest. Um, hey, could you get somebody on the Sweeney case? I got, I got a thing. <laughs> um, Marissa, but, credit where credit's due. I'm not a fan of the IDF, but that training came into play in a big way. Mm. Uh, she was right there, knew where to put pressure, knew exactly what to say to the paramedics. Yep. Yeah. Get the, he went, called security, 
just went down. Don't let anybody out. No, don't lock down the elevator. We need the paramedics. They're going to have to come up. Um, so yeah, just walking everybody through everything just kind of completely took charge. Um, uh, again, this episode, uh, first impressions leading into our discussion, uh, Adrian getting shot, uh, and everything that comes after that with the client shuffles, the hospital, um, uh, Levon Bishop, everything. Um, it's a lot to go over. What are your, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I think the, the, I, I still get teary. I've seen this episode several times and when Audra McDonald, and I'm saying Audra McDonald because I just think it's a well-acted scene. So I want to give credit to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Delroy are, when she goes up to him and is like holding him, yeah. I, I yeah. just, every time it gets me, like, I don't get me right now. <laughs> yeah. I got teary. But yeah. It's just, oh my gosh. Like you know it's like yeah to look somebody in the face that you have that relationship with and and not know what's going to happen to them next and I just think it's to your point Mike of like slowing things down I was like yeah that that really that really slowed things down that made me forget about Colin Sweeney and and Mm -hmm. Lamont Bishop being in the office and everything else yeah big time and I think it's just a huge testament to the writing, the filming, and the performances that I, as someone who was watching this for the first time, but has knowledge that in the next episode, he's going to appear. Uh, And, Mm -hmm. you know, he's going to be here throughout the season, probably in the next season. So I know those things are coming. So to still have that impact me the way that it did is just so, yeah, huge testament to the Kings. Again, shout out. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Um, Just so, so, so well done. And I think speaking of, you know, uh, Molly shouted out that great moment between uh, Audra and Delroy, uh, but Christine Baranski also get, has a really, really Ooh, yeah. great moment mm-hmm. where she's putting that gun in her purse. And uh, I think it, it's never laid out in subtext, but her slowing down her reaction, I think allows for a great opportunity for the audience who's been familiar with her for like almost a decade at this point to be able to reminisce, not reminisce, but be brought back to the last time a legal partner of hers was shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I love that they don't, they don't have any big declaration about this. They don't, you know, shoehorn in any line of like, oh, this has happened to me before, but we see her take that moment. And we, as an audience, as someone who knows Diane, is, has the opportunity to have that moment ourselves. And I think it is just one of many master strokes in this episode. Um, like 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 uh, what Molly just said, that one scene of um, when he like you could man he was sweating and he's trying to listen to her, but when she said, "I like look 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 me in my eyes, look me like I'm here with me," when when he like kind of focused in and like like the effort. To like do that to make sure he's looking at her was just tremendous and um and if this is the diane that was in the good wife i might go back and watch it then because she was a fucking boss this entire episode whereas it's like she was like all right this is a lot of shit going on right now but i'm the only one here with like a clear enough head to try to get mm-hmm. this shit right she poured out the drugs she was like all right Game time. You do this. You do that. We got to do that. Luca, come here. We're, do, we're doing this. The fact that she just like from that 
kicked her back into gear. And like the the, the conversation she was having with um with all this character and the fact that I studied medicine. Haha, <laughs> good joke. Uh the fact that there was a line about how crazy the world is. And then at the end she was like, I just gotta make what I control what I can control, which is a great I think a great message right there. Just like, look, this shit is wild. Keep keep you and the ones close as sane as possible to try to get through it, which she did that for the firm. Yeah, and she <clears throat> it was like one of those scenes that you see in movies a lot of times with the 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 alcoholic uh, mm-hmm. shit hits the fan, and another, you know you see them pouring the uh, the shit down the down the drain. So the only thing we were missing from Diane in this episode was the classic line of "I picked a hell of a day to get clean," kind of kind of thing. But yeah, when she's when she saw that the shit was in the fan, you had uh, Alda's uh, Solomon Waltz, Walter uh, stealing clients. Uh, mm-hmm. You had Adrian in the hospital. You had the police there. They shut down a firm or the the a floor, so everybody's crowded around. You have lawyers on the steps, <laughs> sitting on the you know, sitting all around, um, and their ties loose around their necks. And yeah, so she was like, "Fuck it, all right, that's it." And, yeah, pops that shit down the drain, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. He got. Sh- we had a shooting. Is the popping of balloons really the the noises that we that we need? Although it was a very want, like, silenced shot. I don't want to see a pregnant woman swinging a knife around. I'm sorry, I don't want to <laughs> see that. Just, just, and then just aggressively. Which, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, anything more on? And we can talk about the client stealing a little bit more, but on the shooting. Well, uh, there's the uh, investigation with marissa and and jay trying to figure out who, mm-hmm. jay's who back jay jay comes back pretty quickly the moment he, he hears he walks out of that job interview yeah yeah uh no he doesn't have they don't even have to finish talking mm-hmm. they don't have to finish saying what's happening like don't you want to hear no and he's like look i'll be right there so yeah because yeah, i think I, I they they do a very smart job of letting us the audience know everything we need to know about the firm by having three white guys say we're looking for diversity and they're like okay we we know how this ends yeah Mm -hmm. which also goes with uh the merger talk uh you have all this character walter there he comes to them i want to discuss a merger and it's i think it was adrian that brings up that the their firm was just highlighted or written about in the Chicago Sun-Times as one of the least diverse or something like that. And he's like, you're out here buying diversity. He's like, yep, and I'll pay top dollar. Um, so yeah, there's a little mirroring going on there too. Uh, half-hearted efforts. Um, Jay and Marissa working together to figure things out. Um, Jay had suggested that Marissa do something. She had already like, uh, was already waiting on the desk or something along those lines. Um, and they narrowed it down to Stack and Staples. So Mr. Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. And and Felix Staples. And they, I think they're kind of focused in right now on Felix Staples. Um, Keen. Yes, go ahead. No, what were you about to ask? I'm sorry, go ahead. You were about to ask me something. Do you, do you think that it was Felix Staples or do you think that's another... Um, they're throwing us off. I'm so glad you asked me that because what I think, I think it's Bitcoin dressed up like Staples because, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, 
because um, the big thing that they kept harping on was the red star. And Bitcoin could use that as like a, a thing of like, well, if it's staples, he wants to be flashy, he wants to be seen and known. So we put on like a very a red scarf that's huge that's a big thing to like to have on your face and anybody can color their hair gray or silver with a hat on and just pretend to be that so i think they're gonna look at staples a lot and it's gonna end up being either uh i keep wanting to say jason big is the real name either him or um someone looking like staples because the biggest thing that they keep and then this might be another swerve too is like he's all talk he just wants the attention but if he wants the attention, would he have covered his face? I mean, so I, I really think it's either going to be Jason Big. I think they're going to think of Staples and even maybe even in a few episodes in episode or in uh, season three, uh, they might question him or try to like corner him, but then come to find out with somebody else. You don't think that this is going to be solved within this season? Well, that was the season finale, right? Uh, yeah, we got like three episodes left. Oh, you sure? Oh, I, my bad. I thought that was season finale. That was a huge one. Yeah, this is a weird, uh, weird long season. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, possibly. Um, and now, ooh, man, now I'm even more excited for the season finale. Okay. <laughs> um, nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was Staples. I think it's going to make him whoever it was. They, they made it look like him, but it's not him. Yeah, and I don't think it was either of them, but I don't have a guess as to as to who just mm. yet. Um, but yeah, I don't I see mean, Mr. Bitcoin doing it. Although I see him being more violent than Staples. Yeah. Plus plus he he turned on Bitcoin or Staples worked with them to bring him in. So mm-hmm. that's another piece of vendetta. Uh kind of kind of sideshow bobbish, where it's like yeah. uh you caught me into this and now I must murder you. Step on the rate. Um, but yeah, uh, I really thought this was the, the way they brought people back and was like doing the old. Uh, hoop, oh, absolutely. Cases, mm-hmm. I really thought this was the season finale. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's another thing that, yeah, this is 13 episodes and they do something this big, not in the season finale, not mm-hmm. in the penultimate episode. Penultimate episode. Yeah. Uh, so they got a lot of confidence in in what they're doing. So they don't have that year off to kind of figure shit out. Um, so they know exactly where they're going. Again, you're doing a great job, Kings. Um, yeah, I don't know who, who it is. I do like the idea of Mr. Um, Bitcoin dressed up as, as Staples um, for the reasons that you that you laid out. I just don't think it's either of them or either of them dressed as the other. Um, but I don't have anything better just yet. All right. Um, what else is going on with uh, with this here? Yeah, the stealing of, of clients. So you have, what, what is his deal? What's the deal with Walzer? Um, because he, he comes in talking about this merger. Mm-hmm. They have chaos breaking out, and now he's trying to steal all their, steal their clients. So what's the deal here? I think the whole merger was for the clients. And then when that popped off, sorry to say the term like that popped off, but when he got shot, uh, <laughs> Wurtz, Wurtz, Alda, he was like, fuck it. I, that's, that just eliminates the whole step. I don't have to buy them to get the client list or to get the clients now because mm-hmm. the whole 
passing along of the client list fuck things up uh, after they start getting questioned. And he's, if I'm understanding right, one of the biggest lawyers in the Midwest. So he's gonna mm-hmm. know, people are gonna tell him when stuff is when stuff is happening. So he he knows all this is happening, mm-hmm. and he thinks to himself. And plus, uh, very low key, in that one scene where they were like uh, in like a hallway, he's sitting next to uh, Diane. He's texting as she's walking away on the phone. So he's telling he's he's communicating with somebody about something. So it's definitely he knew what the hell he was doing. The whole reason for the merger was for the clients. He's like, fuck that. I can do the clients now. So, yeah, I think he, I think Walter was always going to gut the firm. Uh, I think he just saw an opportunity to like not go through the whole rigmarole of merging and still getting what he <laughs> mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah. You know, instead of having to bring in the firm and then fire most of them and keep the top clients, mm-hmm. he was just able to grab some of the top clients. Yeah. Uh, Diane figures it out. Uh, and Uses Maya in a great to... sequence. I, I love yeah. that thumbs up from Maya during that phone call. It's the <laughs> saddest thumbs up I've ever seen in my life. I'll show you a sadder one. I'll show you a sadder one. That's mm-hmm. famous, but well, that's it for another time. Oh, I thought okay. you were just oh. gonna like yeah. do it right there. <laughs> oh, it's 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 Orange Cassidy. If you ever heard him, it's a wrestler. His whole thing is he's a wrestler, doesn't care, and his thumb up is literally this. That's his thumbs oh, up. Oh Christ, <laughs> that's nothing. It's amazing. That's no thumb. That's that's hardly up. That's like um, a 20% angle. It's not 20 degree <laughs> angle. <clears throat> um, yeah, so they figure out that he's doing that. She invites him. Oh, let's we're gonna meet. Um, and I think my answer <laughs> or something like that could best be shown visually more than um, vocally. And she just gives him the finger right there. Um, that was that was amazing. Good time. Yeah, pretty pretty good good time there. Um, and yeah, that's when she does say that, you know, the world is crazy. Uh, and she has that big line, like we, she's, she's fired up right now. Mm-hmm. She's very fired up. Like we're coming after your clients now. And they, uh, she, she kind of does, um, maybe not to get them, but to destroy him, <laughs> uh, is the DNC to go to Frank Landau, use Colin to go to Frank Landau and, uh, tell him like, oh, you have Bishop, you have Colin. This doesn't look too good for us, so we got to take our business elsewhere. Which is weird because it seemed like they're going to take it over to uh, Reddick, Bozeman, and Lockhart, where those clients already are, right? But they don't know that. But they have the client list. Well, I guess if they think that he has them, it's got to exactly. be confidential. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. I get it. Until they cross paths in the, uh, oh, what in the in yeah. the office, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on the shooting, the stealing of clients, the hijinks? Um, I, I really like that we had um a Diane and Liz. Yeah. Sort of oh yeah. Offering. Reconciliation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Especially like the moment when when Liz gives up the client list and it probably then soon becomes clear to Diane that she has done that and then to still be able to have that moment in this episode Mm -hmm. even after that is I think just a really like like the relief that you needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this very stressful episode but Captain Lawrence has got to go he does oh yeah gotta go gotta go 
terrible. Um, and they handled him so well, uh, Luca and Diane mm-hmm. uh, oh. in in Bishop's house so well. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love actually getting to see Luca be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> She's so yeah. good at it when she's not getting bogged down in Colin stuff. Yeah. I do. I, will, oh, sorry. Yes, no, I, I was going to really say uh, this is one of the episodes that, that show off that um, I've already talked about it before, but like how if you do it right, a show or movie about lawyers is almost a fancy spy movie or show. Because there's so many things, you have to have such a great poker face in in law that like you know exactly what's happening with that client, you know exactly what's happening with that other person's stuff. But you're like, oh my god, really? Oh, please tell me all about it. It's such a cat and mouse game, and like this episode really really does it well, where like they they each wanted to protect Adrian in their own way and like try to work that out, but they went different paths. But they like you said, they still found a way to like still see eye to eye and get it get a resolve. Really, 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 really cool. Molly. Um, I was gonna say that I I do think this is the episode where I like Colin the most I've ever liked him. Like I do, I do think Justin Bartha the way he looks up at Luca when realizing she's okay and just like his face in that moment. I just I of exhaustion and relief and sadness and everything at mm-hmm. once. I'm like, okay, you know, this is still an annoying and frustrating relationship, but there there is this deep uh love and care for yeah. one another at the heart of it which was a nice thing to see come mm-hmm. about uh, but, and i love the balloon moment uh after adrian gets the shot and the 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 elevator opens again and it's just more balloons um <laughs> and yeah oh uh, Uh, let's move on. Not to spend too much time on this, but Sweeney, Colin Sweeney, uh, alleged wife killer. Uh, Colin Sweeney is back, and he is there to get a prenup. Mm-hmm. Any uh, further thoughts? <laughs> I love seeing Katrina Link back. She is so good. Uh, she's such a good <laughs> actress. And and is this Natalie? To, yes. And uh, to see her. Uh, get to play it a little more you know i think because the only time we met her before i think is when she testified against him right mm-hmm. and right so watching their dynamic more yeah i just think that's that was really really fun and like of course of course this is who's marrying colin sweeney like it's exactly <laughs> the. oh yeah yeah fit fits in but he has a type mm-hmm. yes. and it's usually people that are out to kill him somehow <laughs> yeah. before he kills them <laughs> the kayaking is mm-hmm. so fun uh, so they're kind of going back and forth. She hires a lawyer to go for her best interests. Um, and uh, she also has another thing going on, a foreign something or what the hell mm-hmm. was it? Oh, foreign corrupt practices case uh, that she wants Maya to be on now because Maya kind of mm-hmm. worked with them. She fired the other guy. I think it's an interesting direction because Maya is someone whose entire character as you know it is sort of shaded in by you know being born of white collar crimes uh, and escaping you know not being guilty for that but you know escaping that shadow 
to go back into that, uh, I think we're going to discover if that's something that she can't bear to do, or if it is a skill that she has developed and now she is very adept at helping other people maneuver, you know, mm. getting out of the legal uh, consequences, consequences of white collar crime. <laughs> I don't know why I, said, I almost said Concha Hawken for a second. Concha <laughs> <laughs> courses. Um, yeah, there's not too much more to say on on this. Um, I just like I like having Colin Sweeney on the show, and hope we see him back. And he gets an ambassadorship, I guess is uh, is the gist. Any further thoughts on Colin Sweeney, Neftali? Any. Any other episode, this would be like the the driving force, them going back and forth over like the little semantics. But mm-hmm. this was just like the levity and the seriousness of what's going mm-hmm. on with uh, Bozeman. So that was that was cool. Yeah, and I also one final thought for me on this is I love how center of their own universe both of them are. That the the police are around. They've consolidated floors. Uh, there's a whole bunch of balloons, and they're walking in like, oh, this is a madhouse. What's going mm-hmm. on here? Is this kind of environment you, uh, yeah, real good firm you've got here? Look, there's balloons. Like, <laughs> so what? So what? Um, all right. Then let's hit uh, some Colin and Luca. So Colin is, uh, I think it's, yeah, it would have to be this episode. We didn't watch another one, and I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> Colin has gotten the nomination. Uh, he has the nomination for the Chicago First District. Uh, congression, congressional seat. So good for him. I guess that that stunt, although it paid off, definitely um, for the people involved, uh, definitely paid mm-hmm. off for him. It's it would seem as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's a if it's running gag. But it might be, and uh, I kind of experience it sometimes. Is like. Um, Whenever Colin gets like shook about something, he stutters and he stutters hard. Like uh, in this one, it was like the fact I don't like how how plainly how plainly he said it, but like the fact that um, the the leader of the DNC says some shit like, uh, "Oh yeah, uh, there's a shooting at the uh, uh, that <laughs> yeah. law firm that like you're." pregnant i guess girlfriend works at <laughs> yeah. they said they were pulling people out on tra- nothing to worry about she, she's probably you should like maybe call she- you should probably call <laughs> yeah. yeah it was like when uh jake jarmel uh who's dating elaine bennis uh takes the message that her friend had a baby and doesn't leave an exclamation point um and elaine's like had a baby that's yeah. pretty big news there's no exclamation point yeah dude had no feeling whatsoever whatsoever um, I love like uh, Molly. Molly touched on this earlier, but I love him. Like, and this is this once again like the 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 emotion that I'm, that I'm getting into is the fact that like he's doing this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my whole my family bred me for this. I was getting ready for this. I'm gonna be a governor one day. And he was like, "There's a possibility your girl was hurt." He said, "Fuck this. I don't know who you are. Thank you. Whatever. I got to get there." And the fact that he almost got into an accident. He was using up the Wi-Fi, uh, the mobile Wi-Fi, the hotspot. Um, had to keep clicking through the ad, which was amazing because mm-hmm. I hate ads. Um, and the fav- my favorite part about the whole thing is like, he was so worried about her. 
she had no idea he got the nomination. He didn't speak of it one time. He didn't care. He was there for her to make sure she was good. And the relief on his face when he saw her feet, and she's like, oh, my God, he's, she's, she's just sleeping here. She's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, good stuff. I mean, that, that's what love is, is being too afraid to bring up your accomplishments to your partner and being ignored <laughs> by them almost every day of your life. That's love. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait. Thank you. Colin now that I know. That. You know, and I just really like how, you know, they were able to find a private space under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> just I, with the unstraightened tie. It's yeah. still sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Just really struck me funny. It's like Luca has an office. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think it got uh, commandeered because I think it did. It wasn't, did. Yeah, Diane was using that office yeah. at the end. That's very true. But yeah, it, it just struck me. Which it's also, like, which great way to kick a pregnant woman out of her office. Uh, yeah. Didn't didn't Diane take her office season one? No, but, but like Luca's new office. No, but I know, but like that's what I'm saying. Like this oh, is like the first this is time. the second time that Diane. <laughs> I don't know if she took her took her office so much as they said that they were shuffling some things around um, because okay. Diane was coming was coming. Okay. In. But she may may very well take her office. Don't know for sure. We'll ask the Kings when they're on. Um, <laughs> so Colin and Luca, it, it seems like they are together, if not inching toward that. I yeah. think. I, I think they're going to, I think, I, mind you, I don't, I have no future knowledge of this, but I think they're going to try to display a very now-ish kind of relationship between two very, like, high, excuse me, ranking people. Um, and I'm interested to see that dynamic of, and I still, have, I still can't wait to see Luca on a weekend leave after having a baby. And being right back at work, I can't wait to see <laughs> yeah. how that works mm-hmm. out. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm interested in it because, like, it's not lovey dovey. It's not I hate you. It's just like, yeah, I, I guess you're cool, and yeah, half of this is yours too. So yeah, let's uh, let's make this shit work. I guess so. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're inching toward this relationship as much as they are slouching uh, as though towards <laughs> Bethlehem. Just like <laughs> I, it, she. <laughs> does not seem terribly excited about being a mother like she is going to be a mother but and i think this is i think this is all very intentional but we're not getting all the hallmarks of like what we expect pun not intended from expectant mothers on television series you know we're not getting i don't does anyone know what the name of this kid's gonna be (laughs) i don't know no shower so Mm-hmm. no no like moment for them to talk and have fun with it so no yeah she she is planning to from from her plan a couple episodes ago she's like i'm gonna be away for three days and then i'm back <laughs> yeah. i was like look do you, do you know what happens when you give birth to a kid are you aware <laughs> of what happens you're gonna need to it's not just a covid shot you're gonna need more than a couple days to bounce I'll back be fine <sighs> i'll tap up a couple tylenol I'll be in. I'll be okay. <laughs> I might sit a little bit more, but it'll be okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, not much more to say about Colin, Luca, Colin, and Luca. Um, I did want to jump back for one small thought. 
and this is back to the shooting. And this is Jay at, because I noticed this in my notes, Jay at Adrian's bedside mm. when he was sketching. He mm-hmm. can draw. <laughs> he can he can sketch. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he had he had Adrian on one side and all the suspects he was drawing. It looked like on on the other. Um, those are his real sketches too. I was gonna say I think the Nambi Nambi uh, did those himself. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if this acting thing doesn't work out. Uh, <laughs> Cause it's really on the fence right now. I mean, four seasons on a TV show. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, you can do some uh, sketches on the boardwalk or something. Oh, so he's got, I think he's, he's, he's CBS has got him. Cause he was on Mike and Molly for a while mm-hmm. from my understanding mm-hmm. before this. So he's, he, he's got what, like a decade on CBS alone. Uh, they'll take care of him. They got CBS, him in one baby. of those studio contracts. Like they did in the early days of film. Mm-hmm. He's a paramount um, actor. <laughs> yeah. We got him on loan from RKO. Um, <laughs> all right, then that is the episode. Let's get some winners and losers. Let's start with the winners. Jack. Oh, man, this is a tough episode for winners. Uh Man, I, I I guess if any, I brought it up earlier, Marissa. I think Marissa really, really gets to uh, display her value and her work uh, by just being the best possible person to have come across Adrian uh, in that because she, like, again, immediately goes into action mode. Uh, I think while, while she sort of exists around the fringes of this episode, I think it's a pretty good Marissa episode. Uh, this brings up a quick question. Tia mm-hmm. is not here. Mm-hmm. I was good. But uh, one of Tia's locks was somebody saves somebody's life. Hmm. I, I would... And I mean, I, I want to hear that Tia, she... Tia's argument, but I, I really... I would give it to her with about any argument. We're going to get the loudest text and like, it will be another day <laughs> or so. I can't wait. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, is it I, is it somebody saving someone's life or is it someone doing the exceptionally reasonable thing of calling 911 upon noticing someone was shot? If Marissa was, if you remove, remove this would be my argument if this were, if I were the, uh-huh. the, the lock maker here. Uh, if the you locksmith. remove the locksmith, of course, uh, if you remove Marissa from that situation, Mm-hmm. He's dead. Adrian's dead. dead. That's some vital time. Yeah, yeah. that's vital time. Yeah. I think that's the thing is 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 her speed at which she operate operated was different than anybody else who was going to handle mm-hmm. that situation, and mm-hmm. would have probably been fatal time lost. Yeah, especially with yeah. the way in which he was uh, reacting to getting shot, which was hardly at all. <laughs> you know? uh, it was like I've been shot. <laughs> you know, uh, it was just very well, calm. Th- you know, just really reserved uh, and just in shock. I do think it was well played because he has a collapsed lung. Like it, it go, like yeah, he he, he yeah. has he doesn't have the breath to, to to give anything to his reaction. So I yeah, think that, that that's is, what I that's yeah yeah yeah. He was uh, the way in which he was portraying it, mm-hmm. the way his reactions uh, because of how he was shot. No one could really get the the yeah. severity of the situation until he's like hey look a little bit he opens up his breast pocket <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah uh yeah so i i think that 
you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk when Tia's here, but I don't know. I think she's got two locks. I think the vault is yeah. open and she is in the lead. Um, and that was 5.5, probably because mm. of its, uh, its middle of the road. But if she had been a little bit more specific, I think that that was the conversation that there yeah. would have been more. I think if she than. had had the victim or the savior, uh, <laughs> yeah. she would have gotten more points for that. Yeah. I think this was also, this was also just a really hard one knowing. Sure. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of them are hard because you know, or don't know, but this one in particular, mm -hmm. because it's, it's the biggest moment of the season. It's like, Oh yeah. You know, it's like, Oh God, how do I, <laughs> I uh, the predictions that we do for season five, I think is going to be some of the most fun because that will be oh, man. Jack I'm and so Molly excited to get still, <laughs> yeah, still, uh, all we're all on the same page at that point. Yeah, and um, thinking about okay. the end of, of the the season four, I'm like, I'm already <laughs> thinking about locks, and I'm like, no idea. no idea, no idea where they could go. Anyway, uh, so we're we'll get still there. In a I, I, you, season four ends the wildest possible way. Yeah. You will never ever <laughs> in your life begin to guess what the final image of season four is. No, you All won't. Right. All right, uh, winners continue with Keen. Uh, I'm so excited to keep watching this shit. Um, <laughs> uh, my winner uh, for this episode uh, is Diane because uh, she stepped up uh, like a boss. Soon as like she hit the fan, she she took that mo not not the moment, but like in the awe and the shock of it was like, oh my god, what just happened? Let me go get the strap. Let me make sure I'm ready. I'm tucked. I'm good. <laughs> but then, but then when it when when the conniving shit started coming in, she was just like, "You're not gonna fuck with my house while one of the one one of the heads are down. It's not happening on my watch." She was she she gathered the troops. That Avengers moment where like it, it went to every single case what was happening and how mm -hmm. like um, Maya bossed up and that she's like no kayaking and if this happens this happens blah blah blah. She was like, "All right, cool, we're good." Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the, the the visual, the flipping off, uh, all this character at the end uh, was yeah, it was really really cool. And the fact that they kept one set of balloons, just like yeah yeah yeah, she's pregnant. Okay, just that, not, not the whole room. So yeah, definitely uh, Diane. Uh, Diane in this episode or in those moments specifically reminded me of. Uh, have you any of you seen Lean on Me? The movie with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Lean yeah. on Me uh, goes into East Side High. Uh, but his oh, whole thing is of stand is, by me. Me too. I was like, I was like, no, it's that's not right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Morgan Freeman, uh, his whole thing is like, you have to present yourself, uh, you know, pull your pants up, uh, straighten your tie. So she was watch lean on me and you'll, uh, get where I'm going with that. But as, as, aside from being a pretty good reference, uh, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Molly. Um, I just want to add also Diane's quit doing drugs and apologize to Liz, which I also mm -hmm. think big wins for her. Um, so much accomplished in this oh, yeah, she, mm -hmm. she, yeah, she really, really did you know, it. Most people drop drugs and make amends in their late 20s. It takes some people <laughs> an extra half a century, you know? Yeah, she did in the span of 19 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll give it to, to Luca because she napped through this shooting and <laughs> that must have been a pretty good nap because there was a lot of commotion to sleep through yeah. so she definitely got a deep sleep mm -hmm. in um you know for better or for worse is getting back together with colin and she you know bossed it up at the the at lamond bishop's house um and really shut things down in a in very a big much way. so yeah. yeah so 
Mm-hmm. My winner? Uh, my winner, I'm going to go with The Firm, uh, Reddick, Bozeman, and Lockhart, um, because they came out on top. Like, it looked, it was, it was a pretty dire situation all around. Uh, the Wolves, uh, what, or the Barbarians are at the gates, uh, kinds mm-hmm. of, kind of situation as, uh, the, the head is kind of getting chopped off, uh, and they all rallied, uh, to kind of hold everybody, hold everybody together. Um, with Maya doing her part, Luca doing hers, uh, pulling in Colin, like there was a whole bunch of just maneuvering throughout the firm at every level to make it, make it work for now, for this episode, <laughs> you know, but it seems like everything is pretty, pretty good right now. Um, let's hit those losers. Uh, Keen. Uh, my loser is, uh, what's name? I forgot to do his name. That's how much of a freaking loser he is. Uh, uh, Liz's husband, Mr. Jealous uh, Guy. Yeah. Mr. Why are you caressing his, 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 uh, his, his things while I'm standing across the way from you staring at you weirdly and no i won't use that list for my own intentions of course not this is all about your ex i'm trying to save your ex's life the fuck out of here man like oh when he started doing that shit and the fact that he legitimately he wasn't even smart enough to think of like a fake good question he was there to try to bring uh to bring in all of the clients uh and lock them up basically and the fact that luca was like it's not relevant. You want to know, did he shoot? If you don't have a good question, get out. He was like, you're right. And just turned around and, got, and left. He's a loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he also had one of the, it was weird enough of a line reading that I wrote it down in my notes uh, because she said, he's like, well, what else would I be doing? He's like, well, working on, she said, working on toward your agenda. Uh, and he says, my, and this is how he says it. My agenda is your agenda. <laughs> so it was like as as if she had said something a little bit different. Um, just a weird an em- weird emphasis uh, on the word "is there" when you think it would be on the word "your." But I don't know. Still a loser, <laughs> Molly. Um, my loser is Liz because she's married to him. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. rough. Or honestly, Malcolm. Oh God, Ugh, having that oh, for a dad. <laughs> Uh, Jack? Uh, I think uh, loser, I got to go with Mr. Still Your Client. Uh, mm-hmm. Solomon Waltzer <laughs> uh, makes a big play this episode and it does not pay off. Uh, he, I, I don't know if Collins, no, I think Sweeney stays at the end, right? He does. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Sweeney stays. Maya gets a new client from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamont Bishop stays. Uh, and Solomon doesn't get much and loses the DNC. That's uh, that's that's a rough rough couple of days for a man who wasn't shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we also didn't talk too much about the joy of having Wallace Shawn back. Oh yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> to mention. I, I love that they acknowledged that in the Good Wife, the episode that introduces Wallace Shawn's character is the same. A singular episode where we see Liz in The Good Wife. So that moment at the end where they were like, we've had our differences has actual precedence in mm. the series um, because that is the episode that makes uh, Liz start, you know, cursing out Alicia Florrick for de- defending someone who uh, is a lot more malicious than he seems for someone that mm. looks like Wallace Shawn. 
so good. Um, he, he has one line when they're being questioned. Uh, your client was there 40 minutes before he got shot. What do you think he was in there doing? Casing the joint? <laughs> you know? uh, so fun. Oh, God. Uh, that, the line, in my experience, Chinese walls are porous. Oh, mwah, mwah. <laughs> magnificent. Uh, my winner, or excuse me, my loser is, and I'm surprised he wasn't anybody else's, Adrian. Uh, <laughs> he just got shot, man. <laughs> Whatever. He has enough to deal with. He was shot, but he was also surrounded by love. So yeah, yeah. Well, which heals all wounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eventually, surrounded by love. Uh, earlier, he was surrounded by kind of just like, what's happening with Idiocy. Adrian? <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. what's going on over there? Um, so yeah, Adrian, for obvious reasons, is my loser of the episode, and that will do it for us covering season two, episode ten, day four seventy one. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Jack. And thank you all for listening. Bye.